everybody, welcome aboard. Happy hump day. It's uh, Wednesday, April, uh, oh, I don't have my watch on, April 7th. And uh, I'm happy to be, that's a nice one. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's a mystery mask day today. Uh, that's pretty good. And uh, oh, what have I made? I've made a small mistake because I didn't flip this around. Oh, that's better there. There we go. Now, now everything's fine. And now everything's fine. Um, I'm trying to get us all loaded in so I can see uh, what's going on. <laughs> I didn't. Re- <laughs> oh, when I said mystery mask, I didn't. I who knew? Who knew? Oh, that's a good one. I also like that. I like the skunk. <laughs> yeah, the skunk is pretty nice. Um, why is it? Uh, and a oh mustache. Lady Jerry, I thought was going to be here. Yeah, so it's the Daily Briefing with Jake and Belinda, but where is... Oh, let me tell you, Gandalf the White... Oh, oopsie-daisy. Eyeballs. Um, I think I might have to turn this off because it's driving me nuts. Um, (coughs) There we go. Um, Wait, do I have this around the right way? I gotta read something. Well, well, there's nothing written on this. Um... Uh, I think I got it round the right way, don't I? No, it's round the wrong way. Oh, God. This is how, how do these things happen? How do these things... That's better. There we go. All right. So it's me. I'm here. I can't figure out how to get the iPad to load the show right now. I don't know why that is. Um... And uh, what happened today? We took our daughter in to get her vaccinated. She had, as some of you may know, she had a bad case of mono when she was younger. So she, uh, by our understanding, is eligible for the vaccine because of that. She's been very, um, very prone to all kinds of infections coming up. So she's uh, she's today gotten vaccinated. That's good. And I'm glad to hear it. Keys, you're here. Jen's here. Oh, right off the bat. Norman, you got your pants on. Okay. Your pants are optional on the show. Just to let you know, Phil, hump day. Hey there. Uh, it's not, it is Gorilla Wednesday, Rachel. Yes, you're exactly right. Uh, Rich, greetings. Phil, hello. Todd, yes, the rotating, um, the rotating masks was a little bit over the top. But uh, the twin filter on Snapchat, that sounds good. I don't know how to do that on Facebook, though. I don't think that can happen. Um, The scary campfire story flashlight effect uh, for Bible story. Yeah, I think you're right, Scott. Uh, Amy, greetings to you in Detroit there. Pick, uh, you watched Kong Skull Island last night to get in the mood for today. Well, good. Uh, Don't forget to to watch Godzilla vs. Kong. Don't forget to watch it. and Laura, greetings to you <coughs> in Atlanta. A nice for out for a nice walk. Um, you tagged out of Godzilla vs. Kong, Jen. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, Flavia, hello to you. Um, yes, yeah, so our daughter started her vaccines. That's good. She's off at her basketball practice now. That is also good. And. Uh, oh, people are thanking you. Thank you, Laura, for your uh, postcards, as as I did and have and conti- will continue to do. So today's gorilla facts, I looked at, boy, these gorillas. Um, so as you know, evolution, if you believe in that, um, gorillas are third 
closest to us human beings. They're not monkeys. They're apes. Uh, monkeys have tails. Apes do not have tails. And so I do get that you don't want to call... I'm trying to make this a little nicer. You do not want to call the monkeys. Cindy, um, you don't suppose there's any way to turn up the volume on my mic. Mm, I, you can never heal me. I think that may be a you thing because I don't think I can turn it up. I don't think I can turn up my sensitivity anymore. I can turn up my... If, I don't know if that's helpful, but that's that's all I can do. Um, so there you go. Um, trying my best. Um, so it uh, goes chimps. That's who we're closest to. Chimpanzees. And then bonobos. Chimps and bonobos, very close together. Um, the bonobos are a little more sexy sexy than the chimps and so uh, I do like the bonobos they use sex to solve a lot of kind of problems that they're having uh, socially with each other and uh, I think we'd be all better off if we did that instead of fighting um, and that's a, I'm a guy who is going to fighting class for a couple days a week oh my god my thumb is feeling much better today and uh, still a little bit uh, oh I don't know if you can even see it anymore. Still a little bit swollen up, but it's feeling much better. I think I'll be good for tomorrow, 7 a.m. And uh, definitely sorted out. I'm going to take the rest of the week off after tomorrow at 7 a.m. Uh, my my friend Adam is, teaches that class, and I don't want to miss one. Um, and I think I'll be sorted then by Monday. So uh, chimpanzees are first. They're a little more fighting than the bonobos, who are a little more sexy and the chimps. And then you've got the gorillas, our topic for today. Uh, gorillas. The gorillas are um, our third closest primate uh, genetic relative. I think it's something like 98% of their genetic stuff were weird to them. It, but there's major differences between us and gorillas. Gorillas' arms are longer than their legs and uh, their, their uh, you know, wingspan is longer than their height. Our, our wingspan is usually about the same as our height. And so they, they kind of go on all fours. They can go up to 20, 25 miles per hour. That's gorillas are fast, but they can't swim or they don't like water. Maybe they could swim, but they don't like it. So if you're ever being chased by a gorilla, try and get in the water because you're going to dominate there. And a gorilla versus shark, uh, I, if you're being chased by a gorilla, get in the water. Don't worry about sharks. I think that's what I'm saying. If you're being chased by a shark, get out of the water. Don't worry about gorillas. So there you've got that. And that is probably the best advice you're going to hear from me today. If you're, being, if you're in the water being chased by sharks, get out. Don't worry about gorillas. If you're on land being chased by a gorilla, get in the water. Don't worry about sharks. There, I said it again two times. Repetition is the key to learning. And now you've got that. Um, so, uh, gorillas, they brought up the 1988 film Gorillas in the Mist to showcase the groundbreaking work of Diane Fossey. And now they've talked about this new, uh, gorilla safaris, the gorilla tourism now, because, um, evidently this, uh, Diane Fossey from, who's depicted in Gorillas in the Mist by, uh, Sigourney Weaver, excellent actress and also very tall. Her wingspan may uh, exceed her height. Uh, but uh, Diane Fossey is widely credited 
with habituating mountain gorillas in Rwanda to human presence. And so, therefore, now, decades later, you've got gorilla safaris surged in popularity uh, dramatically in recent years. Tra travelers pay anywhere from how much in Uganda for a gorilla trekking permit. This allows a group of up to eight people to spend an hour with gorillas in their natural habitat. How much would you pay? This is, this is the infomercial part of the show. How much would you pay for an hour of um, interact, an hour with a gorilla family in their natural habitat? How much would you pay to spend an hour with a gorilla family in their natural habitat? Uh, and this does not include airfare or accommodations back and forth to... Uh, Uganda or Rwanda, which is where you can have these experiences. And I'll give you a uh, spoiler alert. It's cheaper in Uganda. Now I'm ready to announce the price in just a minute in case anybody wanna, wants to uh, <laughs> uh, Did I ever read Sarah Gruen's Ape House novel about bonobos? No, I did not read that, but I have read uh, Dr. Chris Ryan's book, Civilized to Death, which I highly recommend. And his first book, uh, Sex at Dawn, he does talk quite a bit about bonobos. Um, <laughs> Darren, oh yeah, you have to turn the volume up all the way too. Yeah, well, I get it. There's problems. Um, there's problems. Critically endangered, Brad says, all four species due to habitat loss, mining, cobalt found in cell phones, lumbering, and hunting. Yeah, there's some poaching going on with the gorillas. Uh, so that's that's problematic. Um, Laura, yes, I did get your Vegas postcard. I mentioned it yesterday on the show. Thank you for that. Um, so I'm just scrolling up here to see about other people. There's different takes on the volume here. Um, I'm going to have to check out Sarah Gruen's Ape House. Uh, Cindy, thank you for that recommendation. I'm assuming that you like it. Uh, your second shot was worse shoulder pain than the first. Um, <clears throat> Scott, okay, interesting. Gorillas live in a semi-permanent state of flatulence due to their vast vegetarian diet and intestinal microflora. They're almost always farting. Norman, I believe it, you know, and this is a thing that I was just talking to my daughter about the other day. You know, everybody's into what has been into probiotics, but what you really want is whatever, you're going to have the gut biome that serves uh, for the diet that you eat. So if you eat a lot of meat, you're going to get a gut biome that likes meat. And if you eat a lot of sugar, sugar... So for to be the most healthy, you want to eat plenty of vegetables and fiber like gorillas do. But then you're going to have a little bit of gas. That's going to be part of it. But yeah, I was surprised. So gorillas are primarily, um, primarily um, vegetarians. Laura, you're saying curious how shark and gorilla habit, how close shark and gorilla habitats are. I, yeah, I don't think you're ever going to be running away from one and encounter the other. Uh, but uh, then again, what do I know? Um, <laughs> if gorillas are chasing you, he's probably going to eat you and you can't outrun him. So you just bite on a stick and let him do what he's got to do. Darren, yes, but I don't think the gorillas are going to eat you. They're not carnivorous. And they, surprisingly, unless you put them in an aggressive mood, they're not going to be aggressive toward you, towards you. And this Diane Fossey, uh, is that her name? Uh, where, let's get back into this. Diane Fossey habituated these gorillas to be comfortable around human beings, the mountain gorillas. So you can go on these safaris in Uganda for an hour spent with a family of gorillas in Uganda. You're going to pay $600 for, 
for the experience. And it's a little bit higher in Rwanda, where you've got uh, you've got genocide. But I don't know. It's it's sort of a coin toss. Which which would you rather? You go to Rwanda. Um, I think shark and gorilla. I think I'd rather gorilla in close proximity because I I think I could I think I could make myself subservient enough that I'd be okay around a gorilla. But then that could be my <laughs> beta male. Uh, ego talking. Um, in Rwanda, it's $1,500. So you're going to pay $1,500 in Rwanda for an hour with gorillas, 600 in Ugu- Uganda. So um, there you go. Please uh, collect your bets at the uh, window. Um, you once saw an ostrich on the beach in South Africa, Keys. I don't doubt it, but those ostriches, they get along. We were farming those in the United States just a few years ago. I remember I got an ostrich steak at a restaurant and it was... Weird. Um, <laughs> pick your friends with the Sharknado director. You'll pass it along. Oh, my God. If I could please be in the uh, gorilla shark unholy uh, war on human beings movie, I would love to do that. Uh, pick, you'd love to go to Rwanda someday. Yeah, I think I'm choosing Rwanda, too, even though it's twice the price to hang out with gorillas there. I think I'm into it. Back in 1985, you went to see The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson and Diane Fossey was the guest. Gary, that's a good story. Um, I bet that was that was very interesting. Two legends, one show. Keys, there's an exotic animal farm around here that has ostriches, and I can tell you they're quite aggressive. Yeah, ostriches. Do not mess with ostriches. I know that. This part of Santa Monica, as a matter of fact, used to be an ostrich farm. So we've had, we've had several... Um, incarnations of people thinking that ostriches would be a good domesticated farm animal that we were going to eat, and it hasn't worked out. Um, Oh, Flavi, you're dealing with bad pain from the car accident. Day eight there. Oh, so depressing. Yes, I'm sure it is depressing, that pain. But take... Who am I to give advice, and who wants a pep talk? Maybe nobody. But uh, just take care of yourself, and day by day, and you're going to recover. The human body is amazing in terms of uh, if you don't get killed, you, which you didn't, you're going to come back. You're going to come back. Hang in there. Scott, you're saying in the eight, eight, 1910s there was an ostrich farm there in East Oakland. Yeah, that was about the time when the, the ostrich farm was here. Um, so, uh, oh gosh, I've lost my, this... Uh, this, uh, what do you call it? This Kindle thing is, it loves to shut itself down. That's how they get the battery to last a long time. So there's the Eastern gorillas and the Western gorillas. Uh, what have we talked about? We've talked about, uh, Eastern gorillas can weigh up to 550 pounds in the wild and the smallest Western gorilla is 150 to 400 pounds. So there you go there. Um, gorilla's strength is about, uh, six times I've, I've, there's varying, estimates in here, but, you know, five to ten times, six times roughly the strength of human beings. In other words, if you are involved with a gorilla and it starts to get physical, you should start to figure out a way to apologize. Uh, They're smart. They can learn some sign language. So if you know some sign language, you may be able to apologize in sign language. Um, uh, Coco was a famous uh, gorilla that was taught sign language here in the States, uh, who lived into her, her 40s, I think. Robin Williams met Coco, and I think you can look that up and see um, some conversation. 
Uh, the average silverback gorilla weighs 300 to 400 pounds, but the biggest gorillas can grow to 500 plus pounds. Uh, they can live 50, 60 years in captivity, but generally 30 to 40 in the wild. Um, they're in a troop, you've got your one silverback and then the females that he's mating with and the children. And when the children reach a certain age, I can't remember how many years, but as soon as their backs start to go from black to silver, they leave and try and go out and start their own troop. And the female children leave and join another troop. So I think that often can work out. Um, Flavi, if you were ever chased by an ostrich, you'd be terrified. Yeah, they are scary. But uh, I think if you're ever chased by an ostrich, the thing to do is to not aggress with them, but to cover up. Well, probably if you're being chased with an ostrich, you sort of started it. Um, Coco was sad when Robin Williams died. Now you're depressed. Ah, oh, Jen. Well, that's going to happen. Uh, I was sad when Robin Williams died. <laughs> so, so there you go. I don't blame Coco for that. Uh, your head is full of Charlton Heston Planet of the Apes quotes right now. Laura, I don't blame you. And I really wonder if those movies stand up because Charlton Heston at his best. You know, people get criticized for overacting, but what do you want to watch the most decades after it's been made is uh, ridiculous overacting. If you want to watch a funny movie, Val Kilmer, Dr. Moreau, Val Kilmer's Island of Dr. Moreau with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Oh, my God. The big fat guy who was in... Uh, uh, he wasn't big fat. He was the super hot when he was younger. Anyway, Island of Dr. Moreau with Val Kilmer, please, makes you laugh. Sorry you're late, Rich. No worry. Take out Timex pop-up. Oh, I'm for Timex. That sounds awesome. Uh, we stopped at Chipotle on our way back from the vaccine today, uh, my daughter and I. We both like Chipotle. Sorry to say that. But it's the closest closest kind of fast food version of the burritos that I used to get on Mission Street in San Francisco back in the day. El Toro, La Cumbre. Oh, my God. Man, we're a little bit off the gorilla topic here. Gorillas gestate for eight and a half months, which is only slightly less time than humans. Baby gorillas are called infants. Um... Mothers carry baby gorillas in their arms until they're about four months old. After that, they begin to ride on their mother's back until they're two or three years old. Uh, they reach maturity between seven and ten years old, and at which time that's when they leave to go find another uh, troop. Um, most gor wild gorillas are only found in a few countries in sub-Saharan Africa. Western gorilla gorillas live on the western side of the Congo River, eastern on the uh, volcanic mountains on the eastern side. Okay, uh, they're ground-dwelling animals. They make nests, which um, which are uh, they they've now been they used to be considered as sort of a art project thing, but now they're now they're saying it's a use of tools. So they make nests, but they move. Um, they don't stay in the same place for very long, and they move because they're eating vegetation constantly. They uh, this is the amazing thing: a six hundred pound animal that's eating 10% of its body weight every day in leaves and and uh, bark and seeds and other plants and fruit. Uh, baby gorillas uh, weigh four pounds when they're born. I don't know how much they weigh at four months, Sue, but that is an excellent uh, question for the internet, and I'm sure it can answer that. Um, all right, where was I? Uh, a male, an adult male gorilla can eat up to 40 pounds of vegetation a day. 40 pounds. 
which uh, would be the equivalent of 80 heads of broccoli in a day, um, it, or 23 heads of iceberg lettuce. And if you've got a choice between broccoli and iceberg lettuce, um, even though you got to eat more broccoli, uh, it's a higher nutritional value. So I recommend that for all the gorillas watching the show today. Um, they gorillas don't require fresh water because uh, they get enough moisture from all of that vegetation that they're eating. So they don't. They don't need water. They get enough hydration from their vegetation. And they have been known to eat some small animals. When you're trying to eat 40 pounds of friggin' leaves and broccoli every day, there's, that you're eating so fast that there's going to be an animal in there every once in a while, and you just cut it right down. Anyway, um, <clears throat> where are we at here? Now I'm just... There's different... Gorillas are endangered... Uh, due to a variety of reasons, as we've discussed here, and someone uh, was uh, saying they're being hunted for bushmeat in war-torn areas and poached for illegal wildlife trade. There's a widespread loss of gorilla habitat due to logging, mining, and agriculture, which has led uh, to more cases of human conflict. Um, gorillas also struggle with infectious diseases, Due to similar genetics to us, gorillas are met, uh, infected with many of the same diseases that affect human beings. Travelers who go gorilla trekking, so before you get on a plane and blast off for Rwanda, um, you're urged not to do so if you have any hint of infectious disease because you could infect these gorillas and they're endangered. Um, all right, so there you go. And now some gorilla conservation. How about that? We should end on a high note. Uh, Scott, you're craving a, a burrito from uh, Taqueria Ramiro in Alameda. I don't blame you. I think I've never had one, but I'm craving one now, too. Um, pick your craving broccoli. Mm, that is a healthy craving for you. <laughs> you remember a guy, the huge John, you're saying, and welcome aboard, John. I haven't seen you here uh, before, and that just could be my bad memory, but it's good to see you. Thank you for commenting. I remember the guy. I remember guy, the huge gorilla in the London Zoo, who could, you could smell him about a hundred yards away. Um, and the poor thing sat on his ass all day in Victoria era prison cell cage, looking depressed as hell. Yeah, John, these poor gorillas who are in in zoos. I mean, some of them have really nice habitats, and I do know that there's dangers for gorillas out in the wild. But uh, zoos can be both uh, uplifting and depressing. And um, yeah, I get it. Western lowland gorilla Samson Legacy lives on at the Milwaukee Zoo. He got up to 680 pounds and was out on a diet, passed away 30 years old at 530 pounds due to congenital heart failure. Brad, oh, they didn't give him enough. Marlon Brando, that's the one. Marlon Brando, Marlon Brando movie, Island of Dr. Moreau, Jen, that's what I'm saying. Marlon Brando, Val Kilmer, Island of Dr. Moreau, you're going to laugh. If you send me the Silent Green as people, I promise you that you will laugh at this movie. Um, according to IUCN, the gorilla, gorilla species, western lowland gorillas and cross river gorillas, is critically endangered with a population uh, reduction of more than 80% over the generation. A generation is 22 years. Yeah, Norman, um, yeah, and I read, I think it's uh, the cross river gorillas in particular are in trouble. Um, a lot of animals are shitty in cells. Well, hello, human beings. I don't think we're so great in cells. If more people had to go on a tour of a prison, I think there would be less prisons. That 
I'm willing to say for shizzy. Um, been here before, uh, discussed cup building technology. Oh, John, well, sorry, I forgot that because cup building technology is something that I am also interested in. You, I, obviously, we've seen the pyramid cup races things. Is that what we're talking about? Mm, I'm not sure. But of course, I do enjoy a large cup. Um, if I can. <laughs> Jen, you're saying if there's one thing we can agree, it's gorilla meat is delicious. Oh, I jokes. They're just that easy. Gorillas usually don't need to drink water from lakes or streams. They get all of their moisture they need from food and morning dew. Yes, Norman, exactly. Here we go. Um, oh, my PCH bit, John, in terms of cup, cup engineering. Yes, you're right. So let's talk about some gorilla conservation now. Uh, founded in 1991... Uh, in coalition with Flora and Fauna International, <laughs> who knew, and World Wildlife Fund, the International Gorilla Conservation Program was created to conserve mountain gorillas and gorilla habitat. There you go. They also worked in partner. They work in partnership with the Rwanda Development Board, Uganda Wildlife Authority, and uh, and some other organizations. So there you go. The International Gorilla Conservation Program. You've also got the Diane Fossey. Gorilla Fund International was created um, in honor of Diane Fossey, who we just discussed. Um, they, uh, they're the preeminent center for gorilla conservation, providing daily protection, scientific research, education, and community outreach. Mm, I, those are things that I believe in, but I think I'm going to give my money to the international Gorilla Conservation Program first. World Wildlife Fund, uh, I think we all know who they are. They're awesome. Uh, they help develop ecotourism to help um, to help endangered species. African Wildlife Foundation is another NGO with a special focus on mountain gorillas, purchasing land for habitat conservation and fostering community-based tourism development. So I like that, although I'm not in the community. Uh, and I have to say, I don't know about going to space, but to go visit gorillas in a mountain, oh, I think I got that 1500 bucks burning a hole in my pocket. Burning it! If I got to retire early and live in a van down by the river, I think I want to do that. All right, so that's something I'm going to talk to Lady Jerry after the show. Gorilla Doctors is an NGO that provides medical care to eastern gorillas in Rwanda and the Dominican Republic. Um, treating individual animals with serious illness and rescuing baby gorillas orphaned by poachers. So they're pretty nice. Gorilla doctors. There you go. Um, Wildlife Conservation Society monitors gorilla populations. Um, there you go. So there's some positive news. Uh, why gorillas matter. I think we all know why gorillas matter. Because they're awesome. And they're our third closest primate relative. Um... And even though bonobos are sexy, please do not have sex with a bonobo. Um, it's a bad idea, and it's probably illegal in uh, the countries where bonobos are, I'd have to say. Um, oh, uh, I see. For anybody who's listening to just the uh, podcast, in addition to the charities I was just saying, Norman has uh, said Adopt a Gorilla. That's a charity that's here in, uh, in the uh, chat. So if you're listening to the audio podcast and you'd like to go to the Facebook chat, to see that link um, for the worldwildlife.org uh, Adopt a Gorilla program. 
Darren, you're saying the gorillas prefer Dr. Pepper, ironically. I can't blame them there. I love Dr. Pepper and Fresca. So I think, did we go over this? I think we did. Um, you see the video of the guy who went into the jungle to, to find uh, a gorilla he helped raise? No, I didn't see that, but I can't wait to see that. Um, <laughs> Jen, you're hungry from all the gorilla talk. I just, I, I, the only thing I can do is laugh. And I know that's the desired result. So there you go. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see that. I, there was a, there's a guy who manages the zanies in Rosemont, who, if you go out there, it, he went on this safari, I think it was in Thailand. And he, they went out and they took them to see, um, orangutans in the wild. And he went out there, and he's got photos, uh, and I think some video of this orangutan holding his hand and putting his, the guy, my friend's fingers, in his mouth. The, my friend's fingers are going in the orangutan's mouth. And it is, uh, he said it was a life-changing experience, and it's amazing to look at these photos that he's got and to hear him talk about it. But when you see this... Uh, animal, this orangutan, and you understand the strength that this uh, orangutan has, and they're in the wild, and he's got a hold of this guy's hand. There's no pulling your hand back. If that orangutan doesn't want to give you the hand back, you're not getting it back. And when he's putting it in his mouth, uh, you know, he, he wasn't resisting. He was just going with it. But it, it was just, an, um, I, I don't know if I could have been as cool-headed and as calm and as just into experiencing the experience as uh, my friend was all oh, these photos so if you go out there um and you're a nice person and you're friendly you might ask to speak to the manager to see if he'll show you those videos uh so great and and if i ever do get out on the road again i'll have them on the podcast um so that's gonna happen you're drinking fresca right now pick unbelievable what a coincidence you just noticed that a morning dove is nesting in the old robin's nest on your patio speaker. <laughs> Thank you, Rich, for sharing that. <laughs> Darren, the cool thing about being a gorilla is you can tie your shoes without bending over. Yeah, they have do they do have long arms. Yeah, Darren, I think they do still make fresca. Um, all right, it's time. Well, it's three. Yeah, it's definitely time for seize that. I was going to have a question from the question box, but it's definitely time for seize the day. And then tomorrow, of course, we've got ancient aliens in the Bible. And I have a special show and tell prop for tomorrow. Ancient aliens of the Bible tomorrow. Thank you for being here for Gorilla Day. Um, uh, we're not going to have Jake Fest in Rwanda. <laughs> Relax, everybody. But uh, I am going to go speak to Lady Jerry about this ASAP. All right. So here we go. Uh, it's time for Seize the Day, everyone. Seize the Day. Let's seize this hump day by its hump and get on uh, with the rest of our week. All right. Today's Seize the Day. Robert Schuller, um, famous TV preacher, I think, is Robert Schuller. So this is an unlikely... <laughs> Robert Schuller, I, I know he's not Jerry Falwell or anything, but this is a guy who is an un unlikely choice for Seize the Day. Robert Schuller, and it, this is a good one, I think. Robert Schuller, today's Seize the Day. Let your hopes, not your hurts, shape your future. I like it. Let your hopes, 
Not your hurts shape your future. So do that, not just from now until tomorrow, but from here on out, if that's not asking too much. Uh, everybody enjoy your Gorilla Burgers for dinner. And uh, until we meet again, which is tomorrow, don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Keep doing that in perpetuity throughout the universe as well. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Take care of each other. And don't forget, let's be nice to a jerk. And also, don't forget, Kroger has Fresca, but not consistently. <laughs> Bick, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, all right. Have a good night, Rich. Uh, likewise. Uh, have a good night. It's my pleasure, as always. Uh, I'll see you all tomorrow.